Hello and welcome to episode 39 of The Brand Lounge, the place for unfiltered conversations on big topics for small businesses. I'm Tammy Heels, founder of Shadowcat Creative, where I'm a personal brand and marketing consultant, and I help service-based businesses to define their brand and achieve their version of success. Today, I'm joined by the wonderful Caitlin Buckwold, a conscious business coach and brand strategist. So welcome to the show, Caitlin. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. So excited. I'm really excited for this conversation. So today, listeners, Caitlin and I are going to be talking about aligning with your authenticity. So the term authentic, I know, has been bounded around. And let's face it, it's been a little bit overused in recent years. But when it comes to authenticity in our conversation, it's going to be more about being open and honest with yourself rather than open and honest with your audience from like a marketing buzzword kind of way. Would you say that that was fair, Caitlin? Yeah, I mean, I I think like addressing the fact that it is a huge buzzword and kind of, I I think diving into even why it's such a buzzword Mm -hmm. would even be helpful too, because it's really just comes down to the fact that like, it sounds cool, right? (laughs) Like everyone wants to be themselves and everyone wants to be genuine and authentic. And the thing is with authenticity is everyone has their own version of it. And I think that that's where so much of the miscommunication and misconception around authenticity, especially in business comes in. That's what I I love. I love kind of addressing like why people overuse it so much is because, you know, it's essentially like trying to tap into like who you are and being more aligned with yourself and all of that. But it's really hard to tap into yourself and be aligned with yourself whenever you're consuming everyone else's version of authenticity and not really honoring what that means to yourself. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that's absolutely perfect. I think it's really tricky because it's hard enough to listen to your internal voice and embrace that as something that you are willing and happy to share with the world. Because I think that there are so many stages in our lives when we're younger and when we're growing and when we've got new peers, new societal expectations on us and everything else that you almost feel like you need to hide bits of yourself or adapt, particularly yeah. when you're growing up. And then when you're in a small business space and it's like, hey, no, just be yourself. It's like, I don't know who that is. Yeah. And it's really hard, especially because there's so much pressure and ego behind, you know, identity and authenticity. And whenever you're stepping into a space that's as new as the online world coming from, it doesn't matter how old you are, so much subconscious conditioning in your life around how you need to show up and what you need to do to be yourself and what it, what is good and what is bad. And like all of these things, whether it's coming from your parents and your childhood or your friends or your mentors and your co- the coaches that you pay for in the industry there's a lot of subconscious conditioning telling you how to show up, how to launch, what your niche should be. We were even just talking about niches, you know, stuff like that. Like it all comes very with like rule books in the industry. And like the caveat to all of that is like, there is no rule book. None of us has, none of us have a rule book to authenticity or to online business. And so it's interesting that the the area of authenticity, which is really just like being true to yourself and to show up as yourself is also bombarded by so many rules and so many, so much conditioning that a lot of people aren't even consciously aware of. And that's why like the the first step to really, you know, stepping into your aligned self and your authentic self is to just bring awareness to that. That's like the first step to consciousness. I kind of talk about that a lot of around like before you can start 
reconditioning yourself or stepping into authenticity or becoming really aligned with who you are, you really have to bring awareness to who you are right now. Where are these habits coming from? Where are these thought patterns coming from? Why are you launching the way that you are? Why are you showing up the way that you are? And like, whose thoughts and whose rules are those? Are they yours? Because that's awesome if they are. That means you're operating from an aligned, authentic place. But if it's coming from somewhere else or just coming from, I think I should be doing this, then that's some sort of subconscious conditioning that you've been, you know, manipulated to believe it's true and need to bring attention to. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And I think that that's a really, really key point is there is so much noise online whatever industry, whatever niche, whatever interest or passion that you have, there's always someone out there who through the beauty of the internet can share their opinion without any kind of consequence to that, which can be really like harmful if you absorb that into your world consciously or unconsciously, because then you start to change the way that you're behaving and the beliefs that you have based on all these external influences. And like you said, it's really digging down and understanding Like, is this thought actually mine or where is this thought kind of originated from? And it can be quite painful to dig through that. Yeah, bringing awareness to that can be really hard. And honestly, this is the why a lot of people avoid it. And a lot of entrepreneurs are really heavily in their masculine energy where they're very structural. They don't want to tap into self-confidence. They don't want to tell, tell, you know, intuition and all of those things are things that they are avoidant of and like the perfectionism and like needing to be in control of things is something that's really common and releasing that. And, you know, it's so much easier to follow the rules, strategies, whatever of someone you're following, whether you align with them or not, Mm -hmm. you have proof that someone has done it and that it works. So you have the affirmation within you, whether you align with it or not, like I said, that it works. And so giving your permission, yourself permission to, do something that you might not, you don't know if it's going to work or if it's going to land with people, but it feels good to you. That's really hard for a lot of people. And that's because the way that our brains are operating is, you know, that your fight or flight instinct is going to be activated in that, in that sense. And you're going to be really fearful of, you know, stepping forward into that unknown space of authenticity, Mm -hmm. but that's really, that is the step, the first step you need to take and finding out what is or isn't authentic to you. And kind of like what you were saying, like with so many people being able to spew out (laughs) their opinions at any point online, that is why the awareness around where your own thoughts and stuff is coming from is because when I was doing, starting this journey, I had to really bring awareness to like the things that just did not feel good to me in this space. And like the way that some people operated their business or showed up in their in their space or talked to their audience and like giving yourself permission to just unfollow these people. The trick behind not consuming it is literally not consuming it. You know what I mean? Like you have to remove it from your consumption and then replace it with people who are operating the way that you would like to be operating and the way that feels good to you and like is launching the way that you wish you could launch or is showing up for their audience the way that you wish you could show up. It's like really filtering out what you're consuming. Yeah, I think that that's an excellent point because I feel, and it's something that I've definitely experienced, particularly when I was much more involved in local networking. Like there's a certain amount of expectation. I mean, uh, 
I have a whole thing about expectations and assumptions as small business owners, but I found that it's particularly from a local um, community kind of basis, there's almost this expectation that you will support each other by following each other's social media feeds. And it's like, well, I'm not actually supporting you. If I'm not going to be a client of yours, I'm not helping you by being here. And I'm not helping me by being here because this isn't content that's kind of feeding my soul and what I want to kind of absorb within my world. So yeah, I just want to really echo the fact that you are in control of what you consume. Yeah. And like, once again, that rule of following each other to support each other, that's like another condition that we've been forced to believe (laughs) within the industry. Like it's just something that someone made up so they can get more follows and then everyone started doing it. And my rule of thumb that I always give all of my clients is if they don't educate or inspire you, don't follow them. Plain and simple, because then that way you're really filtering out, like you don't need to follow someone to see how they're running their business. You don't need to follow someone so you can continue to criticize you know, the way that they're running their business or to continuously be emotionally triggered by somebody else. Like there's a lot of like really manipulating things that you can do to yourself unconsciously by following people who don't align with you. And I know that I was doing it and I was following people who I was like really passionate about the fact that I just hated everything that they did, but I continued, I continued to consume their content and it was like making me more and more mad while, and while I'm like, okay, it's lighting my fire. It's giving me more inspiration, whatever. At the same time, it's like, no, you're putting your, you're consciously putting yourself through emotional distress (laughs) to consume someone's content. It's like, for what reason? Like your highest self, your aligned authentic self wouldn't want that. So why are you doing that now? Yes. Yeah. It's not going to serve your future. It's not going to serve your authenticity. So don't do that right now. Mm. I think that there's a lot of people pleasing that goes on with it. I would say particularly with women. I mean, I can't speak for men, but I know that as a female, like people pleasing has been a, I want to say condition that I've had to handle and deal with a lot because when I wasn't behaving in the corporate world in a way that was typically more kind of, I don't know, paying attention to what others were saying instead of carrying on and doing what felt right, that was very much shunned and put down. Whereas in a small business world, all of a sudden you've like, you've come from this place of uncertainty because you probably spent that time going, I don't know whether I should do this. I don't know whether I want to do this. I'm going to take the leap. You're brave enough to move through that first phase of uncertainty And then all of a sudden you're welcome with this whole new wide world of going, Hey, do it my way. And it's like, well, every strategy works because there's evidence that every strategy works. Every strategy will work for someone, but it doesn't mean that it's going to work for you. And then this whole wash of just having to, who do I help? Who do I choose? How do I do this? It's just, it's so noisy. Yeah. And I love that you talked about that because it led me to want to say like, you come from this world, it's school, it's and anything, like even if you don't have a career in corporate America before you come into this space, you are coming from so much structure and conditioning and all of those things. And honestly, when you step into this space, there really isn't any of that. If you, if you like think about it, there really isn't. And so you come into this space and you're naturally going to want it. You're going to want conditioning. You're going to want the rules. You're going to want the structure. And so you, you look for it and then you're bombarded with it because there's so much different versions of it. Like in school, 
it's pretty structured and everyone goes to school the same way, right? But in this online industry, everyone runs their businesses differently. Everyone shows up differently. Everyone serves people, people differently. And so it's really hard to tap into your own freedom and your own creativity and your own authenticity because you're going to be naturally subconsciously looking for that conditioning and looking for that structure. And that is why I'm always going to go back to the awareness piece because it's like, if you're aware of that and you can detach yourself from that and realize another big thing I want to say is like your online persona is your online persona. It is your brand image. And I think that there was a question you gave me that was like, what do you do when you're questioned or triggered? Your authenticity is triggered is to realize that that authenticity that is being absorbed from other people in the online industry is your brand image. It is like a tiny fraction of who you are in the online, in the, in the real world, you know? So it's like really detach yourself from like your authenticity and your being and your presence and like your soul is not your online presence. Yeah. If that makes sense. It's really important, like in consciousness and awareness, like really separate yourself from the fact that your business image is not you. And so don't allow people to tell you whether it's authentic or not, because whether it aligns with them or not doesn't matter because it has to feel good to you. You're the only judge of what is authentic. That's really, that's really key. And I think also reflecting back to something that you said earlier, it's, you can sit there and feel triggered or stew or get mad at other people for the way that they're conducting their business. But at the end of the day, you actually only know that online persona that they're putting out. You only know what they're curating for you to see. So even if you choose to get mad or inspired or whatever, it's not comparing the whole of you to a small part of them and learning to focus on kind of how you're feeling. And the awareness thing I think is really key because I honestly believe that it's really hard to know how to bring awareness to what your inner self is after having all of that conditioning for so long. So, I mean, from your expertise, how can the listeners as well, and me, how can the listeners start making those steps and just like, what's the first step in trying to identify what your inner self is and detaching from everything else? Yeah. I mean, I'm going to start with prefacing that there's a lot of inner work that comes with like doing this. And I want to also preface that with saying inner work is not scary. Inner work is not hard. And I think that there's so much misconception and like, you know, around mindset work and personal development and like that it has to be so hard and scary and deep and dark. And it's, you know, it's going to be all of these things and it doesn't have to be if you're coming from a place of curiosity And like, that's where I would start is like, be curious with yourself and be curious with these thought patterns, for example, like for me, it started with the negatives in my life because it's a lot easier to focus on the negatives than it is on the positives. (laughs) Um, And also those, you know, the negatives quote unquote are going to be the things that you want to start bringing more awareness to and want to recondition. So for me, if we want to continue talking about, you know, being triggered online, because that's something that everyone relate to in that exact moment you can practice awareness by saying even if it's after you have your emotional breakdown (laughs) you're triggered you go through your emotional breakdown whatever it is bring awareness to that situation and be like curious with it okay why did I feel that way what was it that sparked like what was it really was it jealousy was it anger was it 
you know, what was it? And then start going down that rabbit hole with yourself, not with what they're doing, but with why you reacted to it that way and why you thought about it that way. And I think that that is really the first step in like understanding what feels good to you and what's authentic to you and what, who you are, because you're going to be able to start really picking apart. For example, if it was jealousy, what were you jealous of? Why were you jealous of it? Is this person an opportunity for you to fill that jealousy and actually hire them and, you know, bring that on? Like that was something I actually did. There was a sales coach. I literally could not stand. (laughs) Like I hated watching her content because she was so confident in herself. And she literally triggered me because I didn't have that level of confidence that she had. And I could have went down the rabbit hole of literally just getting pissed for no reason and not understanding why, but really bringing awareness to, okay, you're jealous of her confidence. Is that really a bad thing? It's not, you know, it's not a bad thing. If you can really like empathize with yourself and be like, okay, you are lacking confidence. She has confidence Does she has something that you, you need, you know? And so I was able to actually hire her, work with her for six months and I gained confidence. I had, you know, I, I did, I experienced the authenticity that she is able to bring to her audience. I experienced that firsthand and was able to pull in what felt good to me and implement it in my own life and in my own business. And so the awareness is like, I can talk about awareness forever because it's so important to just really bring that understanding and, and really empathy towards yourself and be like, it doesn't, no emotion that you can have is wrong or is bad. And I think that once again, that's another societal belief and condition that we've all had is like depression, anxiety, anger, all these labels that we put on emotions that have negative connotations. They're really just parts of us. Like everyone experiences these things. And it's like bringing awareness to it and empathizing with it and accepting it is really important because if you're fighting it, then you're never going to really like understand it, if that makes sense. No, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think like something that I've been exploring recently, like over the last 18 months, thanks to one of my coaches is um, like the human design and like the base emotion. Like I know that a lot of my world tends to come back to frustration if I'm feeling out of alignment with anything. Yeah. And frustration is just something that I'm like, it feels such a part of my life and it used to, <laughs> my frustration frustrated me, but now it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. It's like now I recognize, okay, so I'm feeling frustrated, which means that there is something I am either doing or not doing that isn't quite working. So having those emotions and viewing them as a negative, actually, they're just a way of you being able to realize that something's up. Like you feel sad because something's wrong. Yeah, I always use it as it's an always an opportunity. It's always an opportunity to recondition, to realign, to readjust. And that's why I think like coming and approaching all of this with curiosity and knowing and believing. And I, I talk to this with my clients too, because like, for example, if someone's telling you to skateboard and go down a pipe and you don't want to fucking learn how to do that at all, I have no desire of doing that. Are you going to do it? No. You know, so it's like with authenticity and personal development, like you have to know, I'm going to grow from this. I'm going to, this is going to be exciting. Like I'm going to, the X, Y, and Z, like whatever those results and expect expectations are, make them positive and make them exciting. So you want to dive into this because 
like I, that's why kind of why I brought that up earlier with like believing that it's going to be dark or scary or deep you know all of these things like it might be that way but enjoy it you know it's it's you're learning so much about yourself and it's going to be everlasting like it and I, it goes outside of your business too it it fuels all of the different aspects of your life Oh my goodness. Honestly, since I've been running my dis- my business, I feel like I've had so much growth as a person because it's almost like for me, I mean, I don't know if you've been in the corporate world. I don't know how different it would be for like us. I'm assuming it's different for everyone, but it always felt like there were doors that I like metaphorical doors that I could keep closed because it's like, I don't need to worry about that. Like I go in, I do my job, I get paid. I'm not responsible for like specific huge results that are going to impact thousands of people or anything like this like I can just rock up I do the best that I can probably a little bit more go home at the end of the day and enjoy my evening whereas now as a business owner I'm like I want to be more I want to do better I want to learn more and I just want to kind of expand more about who I am and how I approach things because now it's important now how I approach a situation is integral to my entire business, whereas I never kind of had that before. And it feels like it could be seen as this huge pressure. And it kind of is. But also it's the fuel for like, oh, okay, so I feel like I'm lacking in this area of skills or confidence or knowledge. Yeah. Part of the reason I started the podcast, it's like I can have these conversations with people who have an approach or an opinion or um, have experienced something in a different way. And I can learn and grow from that in a way that I never would have done if I'd been still in that whole, you know, I'll just go in, I'll just do my whack. I'll just leave. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that like understanding, like it is a lot of pressure, like you said, um, having that freedom, but it also like, I think it releasing the expectation of like, what does authenticity look like? There is no, like, there's no image of that. And like, I think that the same story can go with like success in general. Like what is the story of success that you're telling yourself? I feel like kind of like releasing that attachment and going in will going into the space kind of makes you feel less pressured. The thing is, is like, this is always a practice. Like you're never going to fully arrive at authenticity or success. And I feel like everyone has this like level of, oh, when I get to this point, I'll feel good. Or when I'm at this level, I'll feel authentic. Or if I'm doing this, it's like, why can't you just be that way now? Like, why is it always like, you know, a reaching point that you're always trying to strive for? Like you can do it now and you can always be practicing that habit or that thought pattern or whatever it is right now and embodying that now, because it's the only way to get there. If you're going to constantly be saying like, oh, if I'm this or if I'm that, you're never going to fully arrive at that place. That's, yeah, that's really interesting. And I'm, I'm super curious to dig in a little bit more about this because I know that this is something that I know that I've had um, challenges with because you're brought up with goals and rewards being a thing. Like it's, it's something that you achieve. It's something you get that is more often than not, not something you can do on your own. Like when you're growing up, it's like, get your grade of whatever, get your A grades or whatever, but that's not within your control. Like that's yeah. down to whoever's marking it. Yeah it's something that you're setting yourself to achieve, but it's, it's relying on someone else to, to award that to you. Whereas a lot of the work that we do as business owners and a lot of the goals that we set, like, you know, feeling aligned with ourselves and embodying our business, there's not that end point, like you said. So it's just kind of, it feels 
so wide open how do you even start to see a path to it almost yeah yeah I love this because I was just thinking it comes right down to the way that you're looking at it is this a task that you're trying to accomplish authenticity personal development inner work that's not a task it's not something you can complete it's a lifestyle that you begin to incorporate and implement and embody. And I think that that is the differentiation and realizing like there, the expectation ends up disappearing that that endpoint ends up disappearing, knowing like, and I think that you can even give the same example with diets. You know, people say diets don't work because you're labeling it a diet. I'm going on a diet. It's like, instead of going on a diet, why don't you just change your lifestyle? And incorporate more healthy foods and and make it your lifestyle, make it your practice, make it your day in, day out hobby. (laughs) Like personal development has become a hobby of mine. Like it's something I genuinely am curious about and enjoy doing and love digging into. And it's something that I understand I'm going to constantly be learning more with. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's kind of the excitement and the unknown about personal development is like, it's not like math class you know, there's not going to be an answer and then a test and then a grade and then you're done with it. There's no, like, there's no, nothing like that for authenticity. And so I think enjoying that and exploring that and being curious with the freedom you have within the practice yeah. is, is where the exciting part comes in. And I think that that's why, like what I said earlier, it's so important to have a good mindset going into it. Like before you can even start awareness or whatever it is that you're trying to practice you have to like know that like this is going to be a fun journey that you're going to be on for a long time because once you get into it it's really addicting and it's really hard to pull yourself out of learning more about yourself and understanding more about yourself because you begin to understand others and empathize with others on a deeper level you know I've come to the realization that like it doesn't matter if I align with people or agree with people, or understand other people, I know that in their own world, and in their own reality, they're doing the best that they can for themselves, you know, and I think that that's really important to realize, and, like, if you can genuinely say that, and, like, believe that, you were, like, quantum leaps above way, you know, so many other people in your life, you know what I mean, because that's, like, a level of understanding and empathy that I didn't gain until I was doing that work myself, and realizing, there are so many people who disagree with what I'm doing and like don't like me or don't agree with me, but I'm doing the best that I can. You know, like this is, this is the best is to, for who I am and it feels good for who I am. And it doesn't matter if it's good for other people, you know? And I think that that's the level that people are striving to get to in their personal development journey. Um, because that's whenever like releasing the expectations and releasing the fear of judgment and like all of those other things start kind of unfolding when you can give yourself that permission to just be you. Yeah, I love that so much. And I think it's similar to something that I kind of stumbled across about six or seven months ago, which was like the realization that you are never going to make a choice that is going to be actively detrimental to your life. Like every decision that you make is going to be the best decision for you in that moment, because you're not going to turn around and go, this is what I want to do. This is what I know is best for me. But hey, that sounds like it's going to mess everything up. Let's go that way. Yeah, exactly. That's not what you're going to do. Even if in a week's time or an hour's time, your decision would be different if you made it then, you still made it with the best intention for yourself at that point for the self that you were at that stage. 
and that just kind of blew my mind a little bit so all the times that I was like oh my goodness what am I doing I've made the wrong decision I should have done this I should have done that and the same with my clients when they're like I don't know if I should do this or do that it's like whatever choice you make is going to be the right choice for the you of the now and then you can work and roll with that later yeah and then you can just bring awareness to why it happened you know like okay like what did you learn? What, what didn't work? What failed miserably? You know, like there's always, like you said, like, I love that picture that you kind of painted of, you know, it's always, always a work in progress. Yeah. yeah. I love that. I love so that. I love, I love that it is a work in progress, but the strategist in me is very much like, oh, for goodness sake, where's the end point? When's, the, where's the gold? <laughs> yeah, that I'm going to call you out right now <laughs> with that. Like, <laughs> Dive into yourself, like, what is what does this end point look like for you? Oh, my goodness. I Genuinely, I don't know. I think it's just, like... That's the... I, I wonder, yeah, I asked you. <laughs> most people don't have an answer to that question, and that's my... You, we always have an end point, or, like, like I said, with success, or whatever it is. Like, this end point doesn't even exist. Like, if you really, like, break it down, because if it did exist, and you have a full picture of what it was, then if you're taking aligned action towards that every day, then you're already authentic. You're already being a conscious leader in your space, in your life. You don't need to be an online business owner either to be a leader, you know? So it's like, if you're taking aligned action with whatever that endpoint is that you're wanting, you're on track, you're you're being authentic. But a lot of people don't really have, yeah, a lot of people don't really have an idea of like what this endpoint is. So it's like having this attachment to it is so silly, you know, like release that and just ride, ride life, you know, like learn more about yourself, learn more about others, be okay with failing, be okay with being called out online, you know, like all the stuff that happened last year, especially with being in America, there's so much things that people needed to talk about in the online space and needed to use their voice for. And that's part of authenticity. And that's part of why this became such a big buzzword this last year. And it's like, in those moments, you can just tap into what feels good to you and not really like care about what doesn't feel good to others. And when you do that, have the expectation that you might be called out. You might be corrected, quote unquote. You might be educated or informed in a different way. And just look at every one of those opportunities, not as you being told you're doing something wrong, but as a perspective for someone else's reality and someone else's viewpoint. Yeah, You know, like everyone has their own reality and their own viewpoint and it doesn't make yours right or wrong and it doesn't make theirs right or wrong. And I think once again, it's really detaching yourself and your online persona and your authenticity with what you're doing in in the online space. And that enables you to show up and in such a more confident, free flowing, authentic way because you don't have so much attachment to what's going on. No, I think that that's, that's actually a really good point. And I feel like it and like you said I mean you're always going to be educating and you're always going to be educated and it is that case that you need to see I'm a firm believer that you need to see the opposing side of you and have these conversations because otherwise you're either never going to be able to grow and develop your own opinions or have empathy for others who feel differently and I think that both are important and there's um there's like this diagram I think it's like a thought thing a thought piece where it's like two people facing towards each other with a beach ball in the middle 
And like the beach ball's like striped in different colored stripes and one side saying it's a red ball and the other side saying it's a blue ball. And it's like, well, actually they're both right. It's just that they're too busy arguing to see it from the other person's point of view. That's just something that I tend to come back to because I'm quite a visual person and that I just find is always a helpful way when I'm getting a little bit um, maybe caught up in a conversation or an opinion where it's like, well, actually, like you said, be curious. Why am I feeling so strongly about this? And is there another perspective that could come through from it? Yeah. And I think I can talk, I could talk about like the biology of our brains and why that actually is for like ever. But just to give a little bit of insight is like, you have to think about the fact that like we talked about earlier, there's so much subconscious conditioning that we have. So our conscious awareness, like we are only actually aware, like consciously aware of 5% of our day. And that sounds fucking crazy but you're subconsciously operating 95% of the time, unless you are actively taking efforts to increase that consciousness. And so when you're looking at that beach ball or a better, another example I like to use is like you and your friend or you and your significant other walking on the road and you're walking with each other. And then like, you're like, oh my gosh, babe, did you see that just happen? And they're like, no, I have no idea what you're talking about. I didn't see that. And it's like, you saw something right in front of both of you that the other person didn't. And that's because your subconscious conditioning made that thing that you saw more important to your conscious than it did for the person standing with you. And so that kind of gives you some scientific background as to why everyone has their own reality. Everyone is consuming things. It might even be the same exact thing. Like even with every, like we will look at the same strategy or read the same blog post and we're gonna take things different from it there's going to be different realities different perceptions and that's just because of the conditioning that we have and so that's why like that's why everything kind of goes back together like you know what I mean like the conditioning always shows up and then you have to bring awareness to the conditioning understand where it came from and it's like this constant and that's why I said it's always a practice and that's why it it becomes so fun because I'm almost to the point where I'm like always looking for things to like where did this come from? Like wh- wh- which parent instilled this in me, <laughs> you know, like all of these different questions come up and it's like, it's fun for me because you learn so much about you and the world and perceptions and existence and humans. And it's like, I think it's just so cool. Like, like I said, whether you agree with it or not, like, why wouldn't, why wouldn't you want to know the other like ways that other people like think and perceive yeah no absolutely like I can't imagine why that wouldn't be something that would pique your curiosity particularly if you've chosen this world where you've decided to not tread the normal path and you've decided to go out on your own and you've decided to create your own business and create your own reality even more so than others and then you're sat there going actually I don't want to learn anything else from this I just want to carry on it's like well is that really going to be a helpful and be like, you've already expressed so much curiosity around what else could be different. Like just keep going with that. And I feel like everyone's on their own journey. Everyone's at their own different paths. Everyone, like when I was in the corporate world, I was very much non-woo. I was very much like that everything has a process. Everything has a strategy. Everything can be kind of mapped out ahead of time and thought about and kind of overcome and then being solo business owner now without that corporate background and that corporate surroundings, it's kind of like, oh, I'm really wanting to explore more of why I think the way that I think, because that's going to help me be a better person, which helps me be a better business owner. Yeah. And, and that right there, I can understand how that's like overwhelming. 
yeah feels a little bit like that sometimes but that's why it's helpful to have people like you around where it's kind of like oh okay so we'll just take little bits and we'll be curious about this little bit and this little thing for now and then we'll see where that goes <laughs> yeah and it's so important to know like like that's why I, I like to emphasize that it's a practice because I don't want people to think that like all of these things that come up you have to master and understand right now you know, it's like, give yourself some grace. You're like, you're a human, damn it. Like, figure it out slowly. Give yourself time. Like, you have a lifetime. And like, why not spend that lifetime trying to figure out yourself and understand yourself versus fighting yourself and hating yourself? Like, you have to live within your own head and with that inner voice that is in your head for the rest of your life. So like, take that time to understand it, you know, and understand you do have your life. You do have a lot of time. You don't need to figure it out right now because tomorrow you're going to wake up with a new perspective. And the next day you're going to wake up with a new feeling. And like, it's going to constantly be changing because you are cellularly, biologically, everything you're changing every day. Yeah. So it's really important to know, like, you're not going to, and that's why it's funny with authenticity. It's like, that's why it's like, you're never going to fully arrive at authenticity if you, you know, it's constantly a practice. And then it's like on the other side, like you were saying, um, it kind of, I don't remember what it was that you said, but it made me think about the fact that, you know, some people can go in the space, I guess it was with in the corporate world, go in the space with like, I know what's authentic to me and I'm not changing and I'm not expanding my perspective any more than this, because I know this is what I'm, you know, this is me. And it's like, are you ever going to grow, change, evolve, learn if that's, what's authentic to you if that's the approach you're going to take you know so it's like you have to find that balance of like knowing and being very grounded in what is authentic with you and knowing tomorrow that could be the opposite and it can change and it's okay because you're human you're multifaceted and authenticity is something that only you can determine for yourself and I feel like that gives you so much freedom yeah yeah, absolutely. And I think that one of the key things that you said there as well is the fact that it's okay that it changes and it flows like that's expected. You're not yeah. going to be the same person that you were a year ago. You're not going to be the same person that, well, particularly in the last year that's just gone by. I mean, it's just been literally life-changing for so many people in so many ways, but on a normal average year, you're not going to be the same person that you were six months ago. And it's like, you want me? Yes. Well, yeah, if you want to be, you can be like, if, like you normally don't want to be either. So it's like, continue to change. I didn't mean to interrupt, but it's like, you're not be, but you also don't want to be. So it's like, yeah. And even if you sit there and you're like, no, I don't think I've changed at all. Like external influences will affect the way that you're approaching things because you would have experienced different things. And by nature, if you've experienced something different, that would have changed you in some way. And it's just harnessing that and realizing that it's okay to go with those changes, whether that's in business or within yourself or in your personal world, you know, it all kind of comes together. Yeah. I love it. Giving yourself the bound, like setting boundaries with, and it, it becomes really hard, you know, when you start discovering your authenticity, that's when, you know, obviously you have to start setting boundaries with people in your life or friendships or, you know, all of these things start coming up, but it's like really giving yourself the understanding that you're doing it for your best interest. Yeah. Like that's it. You know, other people do things like that for themselves. Like you have to be selfish in that manner and give yourself what you need to succeed. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, absolutely. I think like, is there anything else that you want to bring up around this topic at the moment? Should we wrap it up or do you have any last advice for the listeners for now? 
we'll send them through to all of your channels so like they can come and learn more and more <laughs> I think I want to okay I'll just end it with saying that I know that was a lot <laughs> I feel like I I can talk about this stuff forever um but I do understand how much like because I talk to my family members you know people who aren't exposed to these things on the regular I do understand how much it can be like overwhelming and bombarding and you're just like okay and like you start bringing awareness to yourself and you're like there's a million things I want to recondition and I hate you know what I mean and like all of this stuff can start coming up and I just want to one validate that for all of the listeners and like understand and validate the fact that that is going to happen there is going to be a lot of things that come up but to give yourself grace and to give yourself the understanding that you have the time and the power within yourself to fix I'm not even going to say fix. I'm going to call myself out there because nothing needs to be fixed. Nothing needs to be, nothing's wrong with you. It just needs to be reconditioned in a way that makes you feel more aligned and makes you feel more authentic. Um, And I think that, like you said, you are going to send them to my channels and everything, but surrounding yourself with people who have the education and experience to help guide you in that direction is going to be really important. Um, And that's something I actually meant to say earlier when we were talking heavily on authenticity is like, I don't teach authenticity. No one can teach authenticity. So if you are buying into it, stop, because the only thing that I do is I give my clients the resources and tools and permissions and validations to, to be themselves. And I help them recondition what comes up and understand what comes up. And I think that that's who you need to be surrounding yourself with is people who feel more aligned with what you're wanting in your life. And then also people who can give you the permissions to be that. Yes. And I'll I'll leave it at that. I think that that's a fantastic point to end on. And I love that. It's like surrounding yourself with the people who give you permission to be yourself and the people who can support you to be that version of you is just, Yeah. yeah, helpful in all forms of life, whether you're a business owner or not. That's so, so wonderful. Thank you so much, Caitlin. That was a really, like you said, there was a lot in there, but I think it's been really interesting to explore, particularly from a perspective of someone who is kind of one foot in, one foot out, I would say, where I'm at. It's like, I'm at the beginning of this exploration side of things. Um, So yeah, it's been really, really interesting and insightful. Yay, I'm so glad. I am so happy that we had this conversation. I think it's really important and... I'm glad that there was a lot of takeaways already, even from you. <laughs> <laughs> always, always. So um, where can the listeners find more about you? Um, so right now I'm pretty much everywhere. Is, everything's on Instagram. Um, so my handle is underscore Caitlin Buckwald. And do you want me to spell that? It's fine. I'll put all the links in the show. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my last name can be confusing. But yeah, it's I'm, everything I do is pretty much on the gram so you can just find me there perfect and thank you once again for joining and i feel like listeners if you do want to find out more about caitlin and see more of her talking around this subject particularly around authenticity but around everything else with being conscious and connected within your business then go to the show notes follow the links and have a little look and if you want to hear more about caitlin and her business story she'll be sharing that with us on thursday which is very exciting so come back here for then And until then, I would love to hear your thoughts about this episode and if it's made you think about how you connect with your inner self in a slightly different way. So come on over to our community on Instagram or Facebook. All the links are in the show notes and I will see you in the brand lounge.